Episode 3, Community Soup. At Londolozi Game Reserve, where I live in South Africa, everyone in our village relies on running world-class photographic safaris in the wild for their livelihood. Every day, the tracking team, who are responsible for going out to track down animals, have shown me the power of community soup. Milton Corsa is a quiet Shangan animal tracker who works at Londolozi Game Reserve. He is reserved and deeply committed to his faith. Milton is well-renowned for having an almost preternatural eyesight. His ability to spot animals is renowned through the tracking team. I will tell you that I was once with Milton out on safari when he spotted, excuse the pun, a leopard lying high in the shaded branches of a marula tree at about a thousand meters. He turned and extremely calmly asked the guest on the back of the safari truck, is anybody interested in seeing a leopard today? The guests all freaked out with excitement. And then we drove for what felt like forever as Milton directed us across the savanna to the tree where we squinted up into the high branches as Milton said, there. He was pointing at a leopard that was so well camouflaged it was difficult enough to see from up close. Milton's presence on the safari guiding team was critical for the magic he could produce with his eyes. But we also needed great trackers like Sasant Sibuye. Sasant had relentless energy and would refuse to give up on the trail of an animal no matter how long it took him to find it. Shadrach was a storyteller and an entertainer. When animals were scarce and Milton was spotting and Sasant was tracking, Shadrach would entertain safari guests for an hour or two with funny stories until the other trackers had found game. Working in the safari game as guides and trackers, we worked out that to be a team that delivered world-class safaris in difficult, unknown, ever-changing conditions, day after day, we needed to be a soup. We had all sorts of ingredients like science buffs who knew the botanical names of every shrub. We had chatty Cathy's. We had specialist birders and passionate entomologists. We had some old growth trees, guys with deep experience of 20 or 30 years in the safari game. We had enthusiastic newbies and female guides with a deep intuitive connection to the animals. We had Shangans and Afrikaners and white South Africans. And no one was known by those labels. They were known by the gifts and skill they brought into the shared endeavor of producing world-class safaris every day. Milton was pure genius at spotting, but a whole team of Milton's was no good. Shadrach was storytelling gold, but a team of only Shadrachs was no good if animals needed to be long-distance tracked. The formula for a great safari-guiding team was make a soup, not too much of any one thing, but lots of critical ingredients. One of the ways my mentor Martha Beck used to create innovation was by asking herself, how is this like that? So I'm asking myself as I try to talk about the village, how is my experience in safari guiding like making the world village? Well, the world village mentality has to be a soup mentality. And it's so true that making community seems to me full of pitfalls. All the built-in issues of the society begin to manifest themselves into the new endeavor once the idealized idea of the community naturally begins to fall. I've seen this a lot. Really good intentions starting to go south as people try to build their community. 
So what seems needed is a context deeper than community building into which community emerges. Building community is not a means in itself. Community should be a result of a focused, shared desire to serve an outcome. The community should measure itself against those outcomes so as to avoid endless talk about how the community should be run. In my world, this context has been ceremony. People come to ceremony if they feel called. And ceremonies emerge everywhere in many different contexts, anything from AA to church to ayahuasca to the deeply sacred ways of Native people. Ceremony is human-making and humane-making. In ceremony, people share themselves, they speak, they listen, they witness each other. There is a natural humanity when we are vulnerable and fierce and angry and soft and honest. Some people bring in sacred plants as teachers to connect them to nature. But most importantly, the pretense drops. No one is trying to make a community, but one is forming. In ceremony, I have watched people discover their gifts. A mother whose children had long left home found she could hold those who were never held as children with relentless compassion. A former CEO who had retired could be a wise guide to the young professionals in the group. A labradoodle playfully jumped on people in the circle anytime things got too serious. People learned to let themselves be, and that was the magic. That allowing is what the soup emerged out of. One guy I once worked with found that in a medicine ceremony, if someone was freaking out, he could sit near them and his presence would pull them down to grounded safety. Every person had an opportunity to discover their gifts. Now, I should say I'm not making commentary on the issues of society and diversity. I find in some way the remedies to our cultural trauma and patterning are contingent to that trauma. The reaction to the trauma is an inbuilt part of that same trauma pattern. So the village seems to need to be more focused on quiet abandonment of systems rather than revolution against them. And I should say here that we should expand our anthropocentric definitions of the soup to many other beings. I mean, I really don't think you can have too many golden retrievers in a village soup, or trees, or a well-known spring that is witnessed in its gifts. And you might stir in the gratitude of starlit nights and how it costs nothing to learn to sing together. Bring in all ages and stop being afraid of touching each other. On the safari guiding team, we were pulled into a deeper community. Lions and leopards and crusty old buffalo bulls were who we worked with each day. They really made the magic. The diversity of the wild was the soup that we were a great part of. More relationships to living things is more life, and the village is a life-making mythological practice. The soup shouldn't spend hours debating with itself on how to be a good soup. The soup should be focused on feeding the people. Now, if you followed all of those threads, you're a better tracker than me. This is Road Dog from a hillside in California. Find the others. <laughs>